when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Well, today we gather to celebrate the saints, and we may be a week uh, late celebrating All Saints Day, but you know it's too important that we're not going to let a little ice storm cancel it. We just push it back a week so we can remember and celebrate the saints. Now, I know when we think about the saints, uh, many of us think about those members of the church that we have lost in the past year or in years previous to us. We remember uh, who they were, the things they did. We remember Jeff uh, sitting at uh, the volunteer desk or, or uh, Bill singing in the choir with Wanda. We remember what the saints of our church have done. But that's one way to think about who the saints are. Of course, in the Catholic tradition, the saints are these especially holy people who uh, are, are verified to have per, uh, performed miracles. And so they get called the saints. Those are like people who are like especially good. And then for some people, when they hear the word saints, they think about a football team in New Orleans. And I'm not sure what I can do about that. But the truth is that if you go into the New Testament, you're going to find the word saints in the plural multiple times. And the word saints, hagios in Greek, meaning the holy ones, isn't a term that's just reserved for those who have gone on to glory. It's used for those who are in the church alive and trying to follow Jesus. Paul will greet the saints at Philippi. He will say a word to the saints at Corinth. And so we are led to understand that you and I, we are 
saints in the making. You and I should be living as saints here and now. Oh, I don't think it means that we're supposed to be perfect people. But disciples of Jesus Christ, and this word disciples actually means learners, learners of Jesus Christ, sit down and listen when he speaks. Learners of Jesus Christ try and live in a particular way which leads us to live, as Jesus will say many times, in the kingdom of heaven. Now remember this kingdom of heaven, again, isn't just about what happens when we die. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven has drawn near. That means that we are to live in light of who God is and what God asks in the here and now. That there is a world that is always trying to tell us that there are standards we should follow and a way we should live. And Jesus is always trying to say, no, there's a different way. I will teach it to you if you will listen and you will learn. And so it is that I think here in uh, Matthew 5, we get this sense of what it is to live in the kingdom of heaven when Jesus teaches these beatitudes, when Jesus tells us how to live. Uh, understand that when he says blessed, or some uh, translate the word there as happy, remember that in the scripture, blessing is the giving of life. Curse is the giving of death. So to be blessed is to have life. And Jesus is trying to say, if you want life, if you want to really live, let me tell you. Now, of course, Jesus will tell us that there's the great commandment to love God and to love neighbor, that that is first and foremost is this sense of love. And don't forget that the great commandment actually mirrors in some ways the Ten Commandments, where the first of those commandments are about loving God, right? Don't have other idols, don't have other gods, don't use my name in vain. And then all those about loving neighbor, don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't lie, don't steal, don't covet. But the interesting thing is that the Ten Commandments is this list of don't do's. And it's almost like it's a starting point for living as followers of Jesus. Don't do these things, okay? So I don't do those things. But that's not enough. Because Jesus here in Matthew 5 in these Beatitudes now takes it in a positive direction and says, now here's what you should do. Don't just avoid these things. Here's what I expect you to do. And he will say, blessed are the poor in spirit. Now, Matthew is not talking about being financially poor, about giving everything we have away, but he is saying, 
Are those things, and is that money your driving force? Or are those things that you recognize come from God, are, are giving you life, and are to be shared with others? To be poor in spirit is to be generous. To be poor in spirit is to understand that everything I have belongs to God and I should freely give. Blessed are those who mourn. To mourn is to show empathy and compassion and love. You're not going to mourn if you haven't loved. And so to mourn is to show those characteristics that Jesus always demonstrates compassion and kindness and love. Blessed are the meek, which is saying, don't be proud, don't, don't be boastful. You know that, you know that everything you are able to do is because God has given you life and God has given you gifts. It's not about me, it's about God working in and through me. Meekness is about humility. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Oh, we can hunger and thirst for a lot of things. Human beings are filled with desire, but our number one desire is to desire the living God. Blessed are those who are merciful, who are kind and forgiving, not those who point fingers and attack, but those who know that, gosh, I'm not perfect. I know you're going to make mistakes too, but I'm not going to condemn you for it. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are those who love. Blessed are those whose hearts are filled with God and Jesus and the Spirit and live their lives with a heart filled with the love of God rather than the love of the world. Blessed are the peacemakers, those who bring together, those who create unity, those who create harmony, not those who divide. These are things that we should exhibit. And then the ending of this about being persecuted and, and about being reviled and people saying bad things against you means that to stand in the kingdom of heaven, to follow Jesus, to listen to Jesus, means at times that the world is going to poke fun at you, that the world is going to tell you you're wrong, that the world is going to put you down for the way you hold your faith as central to your life. But you do it anyway because we follow the teachings of Jesus. We try and be disciples, learners of Jesus. And what this is telling us is that we have to live in a certain way. We have to exhibit certain qualities all the time, which are the ones that Jesus himself lived by. 
you want to live a blessed, happy life, here it is. Jesus puts it before us. I don't think... that Jesus is talking about particular circumstances. Listen, whether your candidate won the election or not, doesn't make you a saint. Whether you were born uh, with money or you had to struggle for every dollar you ever had, doesn't make you a saint. Whether you had power through the whole ice storm or you were without power for 10 days, it doesn't make you a saint. What makes us a saint is the way we respond to any and all circumstances that we face in this life. Will we respond as peacemakers, as the merciful? Will we respond in a way that has empathy and compassion? Will we follow Jesus in the way we respond to whatever comes our way? Because the world is always going to have a response that they want us to follow. But Jesus says to us, here it is. You want to live? This is the way. You know, I think maybe after all, those saints in New Orleans, maybe they can teach us a little something after all. Oh, not the spitting and cussing and, and the, you know, the violent collision part of it. Let's just set that all aside. But if they're going to be a great football team, they have got to work together. Right? Every player has to do his part. Every player has to set aside something of their own will and desires for that greater good. It can't just be about me. It has to be about the others. And they've got to listen to their coach. What the coach teaches, those players need to do because the team will be successful when they all work together. You know, the, the wide receiver who makes the block that opens up the play probably doesn't want to be a blocker and yet does it on behalf of the team. And, and if I were to say which are the saintliest of the saints, even New Orleans, I would say it's that offensive line. Does anybody know the names of any players on the offensive line? Oh, we know the, the, the quarterbacks and we know the, the wide receivers and we know the linebackers who are famous, but we don't know any of those guys because they just play by play, go about doing their job what they are called to do, what they are taught to do, no matter what comes at them. They stand strong and not expecting to receive any glory or praise. You see, living in the kingdom of heaven 
is about, in some ways, setting aside our will that's always going to try and align with the world and pointing our will toward Jesus and his teachings, making a mistake and saying, once again, I'm going to follow Jesus. Every moment, every day, we have to choose whether we're going to follow the world's ways or whether we're going to stand with Jesus whatever comes our way. That is what it is to be a saint. And I pray that every one of us in this village will strive to be found worthy of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.